1: Hey, listeners, host Matthew here. We have a live show coming up in Seattle on Sunday, November 6th, and it's at Barboza on Capitol Hill. It's a great venue, and it is also an awesome lineup. We have hilarious stand-up comedian Alicia Sanchez. We have hilarious podcast Sexual Awakened Baking, and for some reason, also us. Tickets are on sale now at bit.ly slash smbarboza. That's bit.ly s-m-b-a-r-b-o-z-a.
0: This episode is brought to you by the Entertainment Coupon Book.
1: The Entertainment Coupon Book is that big block of a coupon book that is packed with coupons for stuff in your community that you actually use. Yep,
0: restaurants, shopping, various attractions like me and Matthew. Oh, we
1: are varied attractions.
0: Zoos, golf, movie tickets, travel, and more.
1: And now you don't have to buy the brick of coupons because you can use the Entertainment Digital membership. You can print coupons online or redeem them right on your phone.
0: And as a special offer to our listeners. You can get 25% off an annual digital membership that's usually 19.99 a year.
1: So visit savingonthego.com slash spilled milk. That's savingonthego.com slash spilled milk and use the promo code milk at checkout. I'm Matthew.
0: And I'm Molly. And
1: this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any.
0: Today, we are talking about peppercorns.
1: Um, And when we say peppercorns, do we, we just... We are
0: so excited.
1: Do we just mean pepper?
0: <laughs> I think we do mean, I mean, we mean...
1: We mean like the peppers that you can grind, not the y- not, yeah, not like, chilies.
0: Not like chili peppers, not like poblanos, not like... Shishitos, but really,
1: now that I say that, burritos,
0: you, can, you can grind tomatillos.
1: anything.
0: <laughs> I'm like the guy on Best in Show, pistachio. Oh, I thought nut. you were like
1: Rob Schneider. Peanut, um, Red I
0: pistachio nut.
1: Have I have I mentioned Brazil on the show? Nut. <laughs> all right, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, you're listening to Nut Talk, <laughs> where w- a show where one person wants to talk about nuts and the other doesn't. Um, you're listening to The Nut List. <laughs> um, you, sound, you sounded like one of those North Korean numbers stations that you get on shortwave radio that's just reading out codes. Pre- just pretend, just yes and me <laughs> right past this and into the next thing.
0: Hey, have you seen that YouTube video, The Count Censored?
1: Yes, you sent it to me and said, you must watch this.
0: You didn't think it was as funny as I did? I I did think it was funny. Oh my God, I think it's the (laughs) best thing ever. Sorry. We'll Uh,
1: post a link to a a thing where account uh, seems to be, where the uh, account. No, it's the Count count. of Monte Cristo. He's
0: making sandwiches. Yes,
1: where where Count Dooku from from the uh, the Star Wars Menace or whatever that movie was called, Um, where the Count from Sesame Street appears to be singing "When I'm Alone, I Fuck Myself." Um, So, I, I spoiler alert. Okay, so that's what was so funny about that. What, oh, my God. Have we gotten anywhere with this no, yet? No,
0: no. Let's talk about... Let's go down the old memory lane of, of pepper slash peppercorns.
1: Um, I don't think... Okay, no. I do have a, a pepper memory lane story, but it's not, like, exactly... You'll see. Um, So, I mean, I certainly had black pepper. That's <sighs> an
0: amazing setup there. <laughs>
1: you should, you should. Your
0: setup is getting
1: tiresome. <laughs> Shut up. This is not Sprockets. <laughs> God, uh,
0: I'm the worst.
1: We... Okay, so... How oh, do yo, I set no, the story up? Your setup
0: up? has grown, Taya.
1: <laughs> is now is now time to filled Malcolm <laughs> and V <be> dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember my mother explaining to me at a young age, like this. I'm not sure if this is a story I ever wanted to hear from my mother, um, but that probably we were at a restaurant, the kind of restaurant where a waiter would come around with a pepper grinder and like, yeah, and and
0: one of the giant menace
1: ones. you with it, yes. And uh, and she told me in like a, you know a nudge nudge sort of way that uh, sometimes those big pepper grinders are called rubirosas. Um, and it's uh, named for um, uh, an international playboy named Porfirio Rubirosa. Uh, to quote Wikipedia, his reputedly larger than average penis size inspired Parisian waiters to name gigantic pepper mills Rubirosas.
0: I've never heard this. I
1: I didn't. I, I went to I, I rem- remember this when we said we were going to do a peppercorn e- episode. And I'm like, I think this might be just some joke that my mom made up. And uh, and like, I'm going to Google it and get nothing. No. It right away. So did you know what the word rubirosa referred to? Because I
0: wouldn't have until you just told me.
1: Well, I did in the sense that she explained the whole thing to me.
0: Ah, so you had to talk about... Oh, no, she
1: didn't just say they're called rubirosa. She said they're called that because... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I made a really, like, you know, Italian Playboy sort of hand gesture there. That's I what Italian my water. Playboys do. They, like, wave their <laughs> hands around in the air. I'm going to say, yes, Italian they do. Italian Playboys
0: love... Jazz hands.
1: <laughs> Speaking as an Italian playboy, I think I'm a little more qualified to talk about what Italian playboys do and don't do. We carry pepper grinders around uh, in our pants, and we gesture and knock things over. Okay, and, and you love us. For okay, it. so
0: this is your is this your memory lane?
1: That's my memory lane. That did that you my like mom told me a dirty kid. joke about pepper grinders.
0: Did you like pepper as a
1: child? I don't think I had a strong opinion about it one way or another. I don't remember there ever being a time when I was like, uh, oh, yeah, I got to get me some of this. It's loaded with pepper. But at the same time, I wasn't like, (laughs) don't put any pepper on that. I mean, if a waiter waiter came around with a big ass pepper grinder, I would say, sure.
0: So as a child, I think my relationship to pepper was a pretty typical one in that I was scared of it. Really? Yeah, I mean, well, I think a lot of kids just don't want anything on their food, and I think you were probably a little bit one of these children, Matthew. Yeah,
1: actually I remember my kid once uh convincing me to pick individual grains of pepper off of something.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean like I I have seen a child, not my own, but a child <laughs> I've also
1: seen a child. <laughs> Aren't they adorable?
0: I have seen a child, like a no. oh, oh, like
1: a, a Neo, a, some like sort a proclamation. special. Yes, <laughs> you've seen you've seen the one,
0: Mr. Anderson. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Neo from the Matrix. Oh, <laughs> is that what? You yes, were- yes.
1: Okay, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Let's let's pretend <laughs> I've seen that movie in the last eighteen years.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway. Basically, uh, I have seen a kid like have a, like a piece of chicken or something presented to them and refuse to eat it because there's pepper on the skin.
1: But that's more like a visual thing. That I is think. a
0: visual thing. Uh, pepper, in my experience, most of the time, the way that we use it and the way that it is provided to us, at least in the U.S., it doesn't taste like much.
1: Oh, hot take. Or in this case, not hot tea. Like, most
0: of the time, you know, it comes to us in pre-ground up form in a little shaker. That is true. And it just kind of is like like dust. Um, I always use pepper on my eggs. Okay. Always. Um, But... I, I can't say that it tastes like much. I do like pepper on a salad, but I almost never think to do it. And you know what? Can I just rant for a second?
1: I think you already are.
0: I think that this is getting better, but for a long time pretty much every savory recipe called for salt and pepper to taste. I
1: knew you were going to talk Why, about this.
0: I Like, where there should be so salt belongs everywhere. Yes. All over
1: my body. Uh-huh. Like a, a salt, <laughs> you, you give yourself a salt rub and then like salt crust, roast yourself in a salt crust? Yes.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. Salt belongs everywhere. It brings out the flavor. That is what it does. Pepper does not belong everywhere. So why why for so long have people put salt and pepper on tables, salt and pepper in recipes? It doesn't belong everywhere.
1: Yeah, what we should be putting in everything is smoked paprika. Do that ha- was
0: from the the baked beans episode.
1: It's okay. Everyone listened to that episode. Oh, um, do you uh, do you have a theory for like how this came to be? Why there has to be a second condiment?
0: No, I don't. I mean, isn't salt enough? People.
1: Well, and in fact, isn't
0: it enough? When you for said you?
1: eggs, sometimes I like uh, ground pepper on a fried egg. Sometimes not. Like I, mm. I feel like if I'm going to top fried rice, if okay,
0: here's oh, here's yeah. my
1: thing. I do not like the combination of black pepper and dried chilies very much.
0: Gosh, I haven't even thought about it.
1: Like uh, seasoning something with both like uh, red pepper flakes and black pepper feels wrong to me. And tastes wrong to me. That's, I have this is to my say rant. that
0: I think the majority of the time that uh, that black pepper is being used, I hardly even taste it.
1: So this is turning into a We Hate Pepper episode? It
0: is turning into a We Hate Pepper episode. Uh, pepper ep- pe- pe- episode. Pe- 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 pepper are having a
1: Let's try and hone our message here. Because yes. I think... I think Everybody listening thinks we're nuts because everyone likes black pepper, Uh, and I do too. Maybe what we're trying to say is that if you're going to put black pepper in something, you know— Let's be
0: intentional about it.
1: Yeah, let's bring some intentionality back into our unthinking lives. Speaking for myself, my life (laughs) is— basically I just like bounce around from thing to thing, committing crimes. Yeah. Um, you know, knocking things over with my Italian hand gestures. Yeah. Like doing Italian Playboy stuff.
0: It seems like what what you're saying is you are Donald Trump.
1: It did start to seem like that. That's what I was saying. I'd like to maybe backpedal from that a little bit. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I can't
0: imagine why. Okay, well, anyway, there's nothing funnier than politics. So (laughs) let's move right back to peppercorns. Hey, so so I think what you're saying is we should talk about things where black pepper plays a significant part in the flavor and and, and the whole point of the dish. Yes. Let's do that. That's
1: what I'm saying. Okay, so may I start? No. No, Okay. (laughs) Go ahead.
0: I would like to start with that old <laughs> Roman specialty, cacio e pepe. Oh,
1: speaking as, a, as an Italian playboy, no <laughs> one knows more about cacio e pepe than me. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, no, I, I don't actually know much about it. Go ahead.
0: Okay, so uh, I, I make mine with spaghetti. Is that traditional? I don't know. Okay, well basically it is, it's a, good. <laughs> it is a very, very simple pasta dish that involves uh, pecorino, Cheez-o. Pecorino Romano. Uh-huh. I was struggling for a second being like, it's not Pecorino Toscano. Pecorino Romano and uh, cracked black pepper. And uh, basically you you kind of, you know, it, it is it is this difficult alchemy where you are taking these three ingredients and trying to make something sort of creamy and saucy out of them. Yes. So, so there's this fine sort of, this delicate balance you walk between using a little bit of pasta cookie Water to sort of turn the cheese into a sauce, getting it all swirled and coated around the noodles, and then you've got black pepper in there. Anyway, it's tangy, it's salty, it's got a good amount of pepper. It's delicious. It's very easy and very difficult. Wow, <laughs> I love it.
1: You were there. Like, were so many Italian, Italian yes. Playboy
0: hand gestures.
1: You yeah, you learned from the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the last time I made this was. I do. Um, you know when the last time I made this one? Okay, when was it?
0: <laughs> no, I made it, I've made it like twice in the past six months or so.
1: Will you make it for me? Because I think I would get it wrong on the first couple tries and I want to eat yours.
0: I actually would like to make it and write about it again because I wrote about it years and years ago. And the recipe that I used then was from Gourmet Magazine. If you look up this recipe on my blog, uh, it, it's not the way I do it today. The way I do it today is this recipe that a reader sent to me. Um, and it's apparently how Sophia Loren used to make it. Of by course. God, Sophia Loren made it this way I'm gonna make it this way but uh, basically it, it, it's it's very easy
1: uh, Sophia and very difficult <laughs> uh, you know every Italian playboy wants to meet Sophia Loren is she still alive? <laughs>
0: Can't I can't remember. Okay, I
1: can't remember either. But let's say she is.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, cacio e pepe, a beautiful use of black pepper.
1: If uh, here's here's what I'm trying to say, um, if you're with an Italian playboy in like a romantic sense, he's probably thinking about cefiloren. And here, Cacio e Pepe. Her yeah. and oh, her pepes. I think he's
0: probably actually just really thinking about Cacio e Pepe.
1: Yeah, probably. That's what
0: I'm thinking about most of the time. Like, if we are ever out together, and you're like, I wonder what Molly's thinking right now. It's I'm thinking about Cacio e Pepe.
1: That's. I mean, that is what I figured. Mm-hmm. So good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say another pasta thing. I feel like I should come up with something else since I'm, I'm going to name a pasta dish that is not that different from yours. Do you know Pasta alla Gricia?
0: You have made it for me, and it's oh, okay. delicious.
1: Um, it's uh. I think most traditionally guanciale, like, cured pork jowl, but, like, you know, you can use uh, a pancetta or a—what's uh, the other one? Um, anyway, uh, a, a bacon, and it's, it's a like— A
0: bacon? You can use a bacon! <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the worst show we've we, ever done. We
1: have listeners in—we it. We used to have listeners in Italy.
0: <laughs> I'm so sad that they're gone now. Yeah,
1: and uh, you—so it's, it's a dish of, like— uh, you know, pecorino cheese, uh, onions, some kind of cured pork, uh, and, uh, and lots of black pepper. Um, and another, a similar one is uh, Mario Batali's parsnip, uh, pepper parsnip and pancetta pasta. I don't think that's actually what it's <laughs> called. <laughs> I think I improved on the original name. But it's
0: improved p- p- on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's happening here? I Do we need know. to start over?
0: I've gone off the rails. Should we start over? No. Okay.
1: We're going to, we're going to, let's get this, we're gonna let's see get this, this thing
0: back on track. This episode is brought to you by Third Love.
1: Third Love's 24 7 t shirt bra may be the most comfortable bra you'll ever own.
0: Yep. I have two of them, as you all know. Yep. Flesh,
1: no, uh flesh. What's, what's I
0: don't no, uh, it's Lori, it's your wife who has the nude one. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I have a black one.
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say is my wife who has the flesh.
0: Your wife has flesh, I have no flesh. We
1: all have the flesh.
0: Um, I have a black one and I have a vivacious one. Wow. Which is like kind of raspberry colored. So yeah, I wore my vivacious one last night under a tank top that was kind of this like pale pink, and I have to say that um it really gave me a very appealing shape if I do say so myself.
1: Which is just one of the great things about the 24-7 t-shirt bra from Mm -hmm. Third Love. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was it comfortable?
0: It was super comfortable. Um, It is smoothing, which, ladies, I mean, let's be real. A lot of us need to be a bit smoothed.
1: So does smoothing refer to... uh, Nips. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. Um, And uh, the other thing that I can say is I recently had the experience of trying a a different brand of bra that... um, basically just fell apart in my washing machine. Really? These 3rd Love bras. I have had mine for quite some time now. And they hold up so beautifully. They wash beautifully. They wear beautifully. I'm really happy with this bra. You can find this out for yourself at home, dear listener, uh, at very little cost to you. Matthew, take it away.
1: All right. You will go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk, and you will get a free trial of the 24-7 t-shirt bra. You pay just for shipping. They send it to you. You wear it. You wash it. You cut the tags off. You do what you do for 30 days. If at the end of 30 days you don't love it, send it back, and they will charge you nothing. If you do love it, just keep it, and they'll charge your card. It's so easy. Can
0: I also add to of course. But they have half sizes. Yes. Which I think is really cool.
1: So as as we said before, if you're if you're a B plus, yeah. then then you should give Third Love an A plus. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right.
0: So uh, you can go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to get started. So another place where I, I do sometimes use pepper very intentionally is on beef. Uh huh. I think there is something about the flavor of pepper. Even though I'm saying a lot of the time when I use it, I just don't really taste it that much. There is something about pepper with beef. Like, can we talk about that old staple?
1: Steak au poivre.
0: Steak au poivre.
1: That has kind of like a creamy peppercorn sauce, mm-hmm. right? It's usually
0: made with green peppercorns, isn't it?
1: Oh, maybe so. Or is that something I'll, else? I don't know if that's if that's like most, what it is most traditionally. But I think whenever I have had it, it was made with black peppercorns. Mm,
0: okay. Um, okay,
1: But did I have it in France? I don't think so.
0: Don't people also sometimes crust a steak in, yes. in cracked pepper?
1: Yeah. And I think um, it's uh, I'm glad you mentioned cracked pepper. I'm really glad you brought up this as cracked opposed to pepper ground thing because pepper. I've been meaning to talk to you about it for a while. You you get very different flavors and very different levels of like pungency out of pepper depending on how coarsely or finely you grind it. Actually,
0: you know what? Hold on. my My whole approach to this episode is about to get more nuanced. Wait, are you about to retract your rant? Well, I'm going to retract it a little bit. Which is the Twitter backlash? So I was given this um, this this pepper mill. It's a um, it is a.
1: Peugeot, no, Unicorn what, Magnum.
0: What is the company that makes the 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 uh, enameled cast iron that I? Ah, uh,
1: Le Creuset.
0: It's a Le Creuset. <laughs> it's a Le Creuset. <laughs> pepper mill and I was given it by Sever Magazine as like a, oh, an award I for see. like winning an award. Thing. Great. But anyway, and I use it because it feels nice. I think it's actually kind of ugly. But anyway, I use it because it feels nice. However, it's really hard to get a coarsely cracked pepper out of it. It's almost always this fine dust. So for the past couple of years, I have been using it and getting mostly a fine dust. And I think that's maybe why I'm feeling like oh. I just don't taste pepper.
1: Yeah, see, I think the more finely ground the pepper is, the more one-dimensional the flavor is.
0: Yes! Oh my God, I'm learning things from this show.
1: So Molly would like to apologize if anyone was (laughs) offended by her rant.
0: When I said that I don't usually taste pepper, what I meant is that I have no palate and you should not pay attention to me. So
1: I have the unicorn magnum.
0: Well... You don't say. Uh-huh. Uh, will you show—oh, you know what? That is the same—I'm looking at it on your counter. It's the same pepper mill we use at Delancey, and it is a great pepper mill. It's
1: so great. It's plastic, which seems like it could be kind of junky, but it has a great mechanism that is very easy to adjust to different grinds, and it grinds really fast. It's not very easy to fill, which is annoying, but mm. other than that, it's great.
0: Yes, yes. So we'll link to that on our— um, on our website. Spilled you know, milk I, I should also say, so I have had two... <laughs> <laughs> it's SpilledMilkPodcast.com. Thanks. I have had two Peppermills in my adult life. Yeah. One was this Le Creuset one, and one was made by Perfects. They make these like really heavy, uh, like stainless steel. Type, yeah, I think I know what and you it's mean. it's got a crank on top. You have to use two hands. You use one hand to hold oh, it and the sure. other hand to kind of turn this crank. Mm. I have to say... It just felt like a lot of work. There was always a whole bunch of like jerking and.
1: Wait, are you saying that most pepper mills you can do with one hand?
0: No, no. That would be like a push button pepper. <laughs> or like mill. the
1: squeezy kind. You know, the kind that yes. looks like has rabbit ears. But there was something about well. this
0: one. It was just so difficult. Like I was constantly afraid I was going to like knock over some glasses or something because there was so much like torque required.
1: And you got rid of it years ago. But apparently it's still weighing heavily on your mind. (laughs) It's like that... Do you dream about it? It's like that
0: Zen story, like, my son, why are you still carrying that mean woman? I put her down two hours ago.
1: (laughs) I've never been more confused in the history of this show. But I guess that's the whole point of a Zen koan, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's basically... I'm not going to explain
1: this. <laughs> oh, if you can explain it, it's <laughs> you know, not it's truly from, Zen. It, it,
0: where I learned about it was from the children's book, Zen Shorts.
1: Oh, with the panda with on it? With the panda okay. on it. Okay.
0: It's got this story in there. It's basically like about letting things go.
1: Oh. So, you yeah, you need to let that pepper let it
0: melt. Let
1: go. <laughs> oh, boy. Let
0: it go. <laughs> Can't, Can't hold, hold it, it back,
1: back anymore. anymore.
0: Let it go. Let, Let it, it go. go. Turn away and slam.
1: Uh, do you know? Do you know that song in French? <laughs> Libéré, délivré. Je ne mentirai plus jamais. Oh, are you joking? Of course not. You think I improvised <laughs> Wait a minute, that? Where did you learn this? Okay. When uh, when that movie came out. Um, the Frozens. <laughs> the Frozen, A m- movie about how you have to get home really quickly after you've bought a bunch of stuff from the freezer case. And, like, all the, all the mishaps you get into. Uh, my daughter Iris and I went online and found as many different language versions of the song as we could, which was, which, which was super fun. Wow, okay. And so I, I remember a little of the Japanese one and a little of the French one, and none of will the other sing, ones. Will
0: you sing a little bit of the Japanese one.
1: Adi no mama no. Hikari abinagara. Wow, uh,
0: this is so moving. Kaze
1: o fuke skoshimo samukunai wa. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't have to spend a whole episode talking about peppercorns because boy, it's that fucking boring. Um, we, oh! so,
0: okay, hold on. I have another rant. I have a fiery oh, rant geez. coming up. I hate pink peppercorns. I hate them. Like, they ruin food for me. People, why do you put pink peppercorns and stuff? They just taste weird. So like, I'm not, I, I refuse to taste that. I might smell it, but I will taste it for the rest of the day.
1: I learned while, well, well, uh, you eat it. While researching this episode, that, that uh, it is alleged and it seems to be probably true that pink peppercorns are kind of poisonous.
0: <laughs> that must explain why I don't like um, them. Self
1: protection. Like, you know, in, in that uh, you shouldn't eat a whole lot of them, that kind of poisonous. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm still going to try this. Yuck! This is terrible.
0: Doesn't it taste horrible?
1: This now, must now, wait, be a thing that is wait, 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 used only wait, wait. for its color. Wait, right? eat,
0: eat a black one instead. Let's okay. see. All right, I mean, is it just that you're crunching on a naked peppercorn and that's just gross? Ooh. Or is it that the pink ones are genuinely gross?
1: It's the pink ones are genuinely gross because this black one is good.
0: Like, how can you describe, how would you describe the horror that is a pink peppercorn? They are so bad.
1: Um, okay, I'm going to need to do it again. Oh, the back, black one's good. And that's why I put the half-chewed black peppercorn onto the table. <laughs>
0: What is that flavor? Because it is offensive to me.
1: It's like, hmm, ooh, the black one's really, like, spicing up my mouth. You know, it's bitter, but, you know, bitter can be good. It's, it's got, it's like fetid, kind of. Like, uh, like, you're, you're eating a peppercorn while, like, smelling a, a garbage, dump, A garbage dump. It, you know, it tastes smelling like. Smelling a
0: garbage. <laughs> you're smelling
1: a garbage. <laughs> um
0: a garbage. a garbage
1: a garbage that that is full of
0: with a bacon
1: <laughs> full of the frozens you had to throw out because you didn't get home in time i mean wait I'm a sure, minute
0: did i talk about a bacon on a different episode i
1: think it was this one oh, okay. probably okay um yeah because i right because i said a um a a Pasta pancetta, uh, a bacon
0: a bacon uh, <laughs> Hey, have <laughs> you have bitch. you any time
1: recently uh, like brought home something frozen or refrigerated and forgot to put it away and like find it the next day and you get all upset with yourself?
0: I did bring home some leftovers from Din Tai Fung the other day and I balanced them on like the 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 sort of like railing as you go up to my front door and then I went into the house and forgot about them and found them like blown over into my yard like two days later. Oh
1: wow, like a garbage. Like <laughs> i i'm gonna say i would actually not recommend like crunching a whole black peppercorn it's pretty intense
0: um so do you agree with me that pink peppercorns are really bad like why do people use these they're horrible
1: okay well i think the only reason
0: (laughs) taste like a (laughs) garbage
1: oh boy there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of coughing drink some water okay
0: do you need milk
1: Mm. would you give me some warm milk I think the only reason that the pink peppercorns exist, perhaps, I'm sure there's like some dish where where they would be traditionally used, but I don't know by whom. Um, it's to like make a four peppercorn blend, so you can like put a picture of it in the William Sonoma catalog and say, "Look, you know, look how festive this looks. It's got red and green peppercorns in it, even though you didn't want that." Now, I, th-
0: I think you're onto something here because the last time I ate pink peppercorns was at my mother's house, and she had this clear pepper mill, like a little fiberglass not fiberglass plexiglass <laughs> fiberglass, fiberglass pepper, pepper mill.
1: There, there were shards of fiberglass <laughs> in every dish.
0: No, it was a plexiglass pepper mill, so it was clear, and she loaded it up with the like four color pepper blend. Yep, and I ground it on my scrambled eggs and couldn't eat them oh. because of the taste of
1: a garbage. Having said that that I kind of feel like uh, overusing white pepper is similarly unpleasant.
0: You know, I have not used or seen white pepper in a long time.
1: Well, you're seeing it now.
0: (laughs) Hmm. You're
1: eating it. No, it's fine. What about green peppercorns? What's the story with those? So, I know very little about dried green peppercorns except that so the white pepper, the black pepper and the green pepper are all the same plant just processed in different ways. And please don't ask me like to explain how each oh. one is processed. Oh, okay. So they all, you know, they don't taste the same but they they all have share a lot of flavor tones. Flavor tones? are you on? <laughs> <laughs> um the the pink peppercorn's a totally different plant, which why why it tastes like the garbage. Um
0: <laughs> it's not however, the garbage. So in Thai cooking different
1: article. What? It's oh, it's, a a gar- defi- it's a definite
0: it's a definite article, not an indefinite one.
1: I thought I said the garbage.
0: It's a, gar- a garbage. garbage.
1: <laughs> anyway, in Thai cooking, uh, <laughs> fresh green peppercorns are frequently used, especially in curries um and you you'll get like a uh, a little sprig of fresh green peppercorns and they are so delicious. Really? Um, I almost never see them for sale in Seattle. Every once in a while I'll find them like at a Vietnamese grocery, but they are so good. Like, you know, they've got they've got the pungency of a black pepper but f- fresh tasting.
0: Oh, kind of like using fresh chilies in cooking. It's yeah. just a whole different beast.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a side of the peppercorn that you may have never met. Join us. <laughs> Join us. But
0: which side? Because they're round. That's so, a good point.
1: The inside. Uh, you've you've never gotten to know them so well that you see what's on the inside.
0: I'm going to get intimate with my peppercorns. <laughs> I want to see what's on the inside.
1: Well, we can smash one. I brought out the smasher and we haven't even used it. Oh, that was very satisfying.
0: Wow. There's a lot going on in there. Can I look at it closely?
1: Yeah. And don't don't mess it up because I want to take a picture of how it, it split into like a uh, flower. There's like a
0: lot going on in there. I think we tend to think it's just this like little black thing that...
1: No, it's a it's a fruit. It's a seed. Wow, it's, it's it's kind of cool, Molly. I understand there's a cocktail that you make with pepper.
0: I'm not ready for that. God yet. damn it! Um, <laughs> uh, in my first book, I had a recipe for a vanilla ice cream with black pepper in it.
1: Oh, it's not the fennel ice cream. That's that's different?
0: that's different okay uh, this was a vanilla ice cream with um, that you steep with black pepper okay. in it and so you wind up getting like the sweetness from the vanilla on the front of your tongue and then you swallow and you get this kind of slow burn oh yeah it's really good I first had it at mallard ice cream in Bellingham and then came home and, and tried to figure out how to make it so anyway that's in my first book and then um, then oh my friend Ben taught me about this kind of crazy cocktail. I mean, it's hardly a cocktail. It has like one type of alcohol in it.
1: Yeah, I think that's not a cocktail.
0: Gin, although you can do a vermouth rinse, and I think I would do that. It's like a a weird version of a martini here. It is a really icy cold gin, a smashed garlic clove.
1: Oh, peeled
0: and kind of just gently smashed. You don't want it to fall apart. This
1: is sounding like dinner.
0: And uh, and and some cracked black pepper. So basically, you could I mean make it, you could make a martini and float a garlic clove in there and some cracked black pepper, <laughs> yeah. and it's actually really delicious. I am
1: finding this very unconvincing, but I would be willing to try it well, on anyway. your recommendation.
0: Okay, cool this episode is brought to you by third love
1: third love's 24/7 t-shirt bra might be the most comfortable bra you'll ever own
0: it's uh, it's made out of super soft memory foam it makes you look good it feels good what is not to love
1: and you can get a 30day free trial by going to thirdlove.com spilled milk if you love it keep it and they'll charge your card if you don't send it back and they'll charge you nada
0: woohoo so start your free trial now at thirdlove.com
1: spilled milk. Do we have anything else to say? Do you have another rant for us perhaps? Nope, no you more wanna...
0: rants today. Nope.
1: Okay. Nope. Um could I could I provoke you into a rant? No. Okay. Could I try? No. You can find us online at com. Uh, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash um, where you can get upset with us for everything that happened on this episode.
0: Yeah, and actually, would you weigh in and tell us how you feel about pink peppercorns? Because I always thought it was just me.
1: No, maybe we're I'm, missing something.
0: I'm heartened to find that Matthew also finds them revolting. I, I want to hear from the people.
1: And I should be clear, I have no problem with the color pink. I wear pink shorts all the time.
0: I love the color pink. I've I've really come around to it.
1: And I also have no problem with the color purple. It's a great American novel um, Alice and Alice Waters...
0: I mean, Alice Walker, (laughs) I mean. Oh, God.
1: All right, and you can leave us a review on iTunes, but maybe skip this episode. (laughs) Uh, And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Um, It's a garbage of podcasts.
0: (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg. And
1: I'm Matthew Epster burton Oh, it's huge. It's the biggest thing since